ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy. I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot. I ain't really got a lot of thoughts, I just pack them in a box. So I popped up on this pod, now I'm outside of the box. When I pop up on the clock, last thing I think is talk. See, I'm winning it now, loving it three and a thou. They peeping my style, keeping it now, steadily growing my Dow Jones. Oh no, these kids be thinking they prowl. Oh no, no, immediately throwing the towel. See, when it's different, it's different. Go position by position, ain't no issue commission. As a commission, I just listen. They envision my vision and my division. I'm stealing, cause I be willing and dealing. Find me the trade, cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Ain't no denying my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. See, I'm a junkie, ayy, and I'm a junkie, ayy. Be getting high off my supply, I'm a junkie, ayy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of the Dynasty Junkies Podcast, a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. I am your host tonight, Rocky Petrella at Dynasty FF Addict, here with Scott Sidlow tonight. And Scott, I'm pretty excited about this one. Uh, we're going to talk some startup strategy, uh, some startup trading, things like that. And we put out an open invite to uh, our current, currently going on Dynasty Junkies 2 startup. We got we got four other people from the league in the chat. Should be a fun one. Yeah, these are always fun. I mean, when we get just the collective minds on here and all the different viewpoints and everything going on, plus it's just fun to talk about a startup. That's, I mean, it's currently in progress. So, you know, who knows? What can we influence going forward? You know, how can we keep the Bobby and Andrew dynamic, like, you know, lighten <laughs> that fire? You know what I mean? Yeah, we got we got multiple uh, co-managers in that league. We may talk about that a little bit as well. But uh, let's let's intro the the four other guys we have on here. I know some of them are going to have to leave early. But first, we got uh, Josh uh, from Fantasy Timeline. Josh Fountain. Josh, how you doing? Good, man. Happy to be on. Happy to uh, to cut it up with you guys. It's going to be fun talking about uh, our draft and what is. Uh, what's going on with uh, you and Scott's love of the Atlanta quarterback situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I normally we wait till the end to kind of let you guys plug everything. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Mercer here, Justin Mercer. Uh, he, he's got a, a, a pretty recent podcast now. I want, I want to let him plug it because I know he's got to yeah. come out early tonight because he's yeah. recording it pretty I'm actually, soon. <laughs> I'm actually recording uh, episode five of coast to coast dynasty tonight. So uh, myself and uh, at Superflex DJ and Ruben uh, co-host that. Uh, we talk a lot about dynasty strategy, um, trades that we do because we're in a lot of leagues. And then uh, we have our uh, signature coast-to-coast roast where we uh, basically take a bad behavior in the dynasty world and we roast it. Uh, we try not to get specific, but, you know, I think that's uh, – going to be a lot of fun as we continue to put out more roasts okay so uh drew we also have drew uh not a doctor drew i always worry i'm gonna butcher your last name prowl prowl you got it for a shot okay <laughs> also a fantasy timeline he also may cut out of this because i know his ipad's getting low but uh drew thanks for coming on tonight. how you doing Absolutely. I'm great. It's a nice break from lifting boxes all day. So happy to be here. Yeah. And like I said, we sent an open invite to the league. The only non-podcaster that came on here, uh, our guy, Jesse Schott, who's actually also the guy who sent in tonight's Find Me a Trade. 
Uh, I believe he's uh, coming in from work, so he also may not make it through the show. But Jesse, how you doing? Doing good. Yeah, I won't be here too too long, but just <laughs> wanted to say hi, and uh, really excited to be uh, a part of this whole thing. So yeah, so we'll get right into it because, like I said, some of these people are definitely going to have to to leave early. So uh, I wanted to get into kind of everyone's sort of general startup strategy did it change uh, in this particular startup because we are going to get into you know we're going to talk some specifics with the junkies 2 startup which has been a lot of fun we've had we've had 17 trades so far i believe we're in the, the 11th round is it 11th or 12th round now 11 uh 12 12 get into 12 uh first trade of the of the whole thing was between us and uh me and scott are, are co-managing a team it was between us and mercer uh, he yep. did trade up to the 102. Uh, I think I, I did pull that up before the show. I and I wish I was him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I drew uh, the 103, so I grabbed the 102 and 103. We traded him the 102, 702, and 1302 for 212, 303, and 503. So yeah. uh, are you normally a, a trade-up elite quarterback to elite quarterback uh, guy? So here's what I will say. I was in a four, my first 14 team league and I punted quarterback and I never regretted something more in my entire life. <laughs> and so I was like, this is a 14 team league. I am getting two elite quarterbacks right out of the gate and not ever having to worry about it. So that, that is why I did uh, the trade up there. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy having Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert to anchor my team. So. And how, how do you, does it hurt how you feel about the rest of your team so far? Are you still, yeah, I mean, with- so I, I, I obviously, uh, you know, I, I went light on wide receivers. I need to get some wide receivers on my team. We had uh, one of the managers drafted quarterback and enough pit. I think he got pits to a, and then nothing but wide receivers. So every wide receiver <laughs> I was targeting, he took and I'm like, damn it. I'm like, well, I'll go, go another way. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's shaping up. Okay. Yeah, and I'm and I, I've mentioned this before. You know, I, I think everyone kind of knows my quarterback strategy is is generally to fade the early guys. And in fourteen team, I'm not as uh, set on that. But I just liked your offer too much, and and somehow I got Scott on board with the uh, with trading back. Uh, all, you know, almost uh, two full rounds from one hundred two, pretty much. Uh, Scott, what, what, why were you willing to do that? Uh, well. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, when you're talking about 14 team league, knowing that we could have like seven or eight of the top 50 players, I just felt like that was too good of an advantage. And so I felt like we could make it up later with QB, uh, although we really didn't because, you know, we took some terrible quarterbacks. But what are you going to do? I mean, you know, and that's also why I did the fifth. You know, I did the second, third, and the fifth because I was like, I got to make this appetizing. And, you know, I mean, if I would have been in your shoes, I would have probably done it. Well, and the back-to-back is what really, like, being able to go, okay, not only do we have two of four, but now we have a third. So we'd have, like, three of five in three rounds. And to have, you know, three out of five, then we could really kind of dictate some things as far as going, like, okay, let's take a couple, you know, we took uh, like Javante Williams and Brees Hall, like back to back there. And it was kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's not typically something I would do, but when you're in that position, now you're like, okay, I'm going to take those guys and let other people fight over whoever's left at running back there. And then we'll be able to hopefully push some other value down the board. So I think it worked out. I mean, I think our team has 
a lot of points. Like, there's going to be points in the lineup, but, I mean, yeah, I definitely like having Herbert and Mahomes better. So, <laughs> for the long run, right? And we're not su- we're not super old either. I mean, we're, we're – No, I mean, we're yeah. – yeah. No. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that was generally my thinking too when he sent the trade over is I, I generally like to trade back in startups anyway just because I like to have a lot of – like you said, I think we had seven of the top 50 – uh, that's what I want to try and do. I want to try and get as much top 50, 60 picks as possible. Um, even if it's not, it means passing on the elite quarterbacks, which is what I generally tend to do. Um, I, again, in 14 team, not necessarily as big a thing for me, but as long as we have three and we do have at least three, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> two, so, and <laughs> two and a half, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we ended up with, uh, of course my boy cousins, uh, which was the most, I think everyone, by the way, it was the most predictable pick of the day. We get him at like QB, like what? Oh, it was 20, like eight, one? Yeah, it was 18, or 19, something, something like that. Like that. QB yeah. 19. So yeah, I'll take that value. I know a bunch of listeners to this show and they all let me still have cousins. Unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was too early for us to take them. Yeah. We were being nice to you. We figured, uh, you deserved him. I mean, he should outperform. <laughs> he should outperform that though. QB nineteen. He should. Oh, I mean, with the new system for sure. Yeah. 100%. So I, I, I'm good with that. And Justin then, Jefferson says it's going to be a pass-first offense. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know Matt Stafford or Joe Burrow at all, but you know. <laughs> but uh, Josh, Josh, Drew, uh, what, what about your strategy going in? Did it, did anything change at all as you got into the uh, into the the draft here? Well, it's funny because. The trade that you guys talked about actually influenced us because Drew said to me, hey, you want to try to get the 101? And I saw that trade come through, and I was like, dude, that's Not way for too that. much. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and the price has been set, so now I can't go to whoever had the 101 and be like, hey, can I give you slightly less than the 102 was just traded for? I know that makes no sense for you, but would you mind? You know. So at that right. point, I was like, thanks a lot, Mercer. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to ruin your your Bills fandom. I know you would have uh, taken Josh Allen there. <laughs> uh, I'm not a Bills fan. I still would have loved to have had Josh I, Allen. I so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, it, it's funny. I don't, I don't have strategies going into startups, especially when you're talking about a 14-team super flex with two-point tight end premium. There are just so many variables in that that you kind of have to be you have to be fluid like you have to you know you might be able to predict your first what two or three picks but I'll be honest with you I did not expect quarterback to go I mean I knew it was gonna go but man like you said you know we had you know by the time we were back up in the second round I think like 12 quarterbacks were gone and we were picked 18 so it was just like okay and we were at a spot kind of like you said you know we let you get cousins and we talked about cousins and i was like dude but i pick 18 like that can't be the play i love kurt cousins and you know rocky and i it's one of the things we actually agree on but you know it was like what aaron Rodgers. i didn't even like aaron Rodgers at pick 18 so it was kind of like all right Let's reverse course. We're not taking quarterback in the first. We're not taking quarterback in the second. And then we got probably Rocky's favorite quarterback because he's as old as Rocky is, Tom Brady. Um, (laughs) 
that was live fun. on your show live on your show live on the too. show yeah that was yeah. good that was a good time <laughs> and then we traded back into the third and we i said this in the chat we made that trade with no player in mind because someone said oh you traded back in to get Tannehill." i was yeah. like no we traded back in to get a pick and after kind of talking it through and that's bad process i get that you should <laughs> kind of have a target in mind but drew and i were like hey like there's some value because those those first like three or four trades, it was just like, whoa, big money's being spent and I don't want to be in on that. And then kind of as we started getting to the end of the second, beginning of the third and those trades were going down, it was like, all right, the price is becoming a little bit more manageable here. Let's try to get one of these top 50 picks and do something with it. And I'm kind of glad we did now get Tannehill because we're still sitting on two quarterbacks and the uh, the quarterback pool in the twelfth round is uh, what we would say not good in the business. So uh, yeah, but strategy is, is always, I mean, in my opinion, is always got to be kind of fluid. See what's there, see where the value's at, see what people are missing on, and kind of try to pick that up. Yeah. So yeah. Kirk Cousins was QB eighteen, and he went at the twenty seventh overall pick. I was just looking 18, at that. I was going to mention eighteen quarterbacks. In the, in the first 27, 27 yep. yeah. yeah. And that was our, that was our first pick overall was, was yeah. Kirk Cousins yeah, yeah. <laughs> at 213. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'll throw that question to you as well, Jesse. Did you have a strategy going in, and did, did anything change at all as, as the draft unfolded? Uh, as soon as that quarterback run kind of hit, I, I had no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> It got back to me in the second round, and I don't remember exactly how many quarterbacks were gone, but it was just an insane amount. Like, luckily, I got Dak in the first mm-hmm. at, like, a normal spot to get Dak. So, I didn't, you know, I think, like, 10, I think I'm the eighth in the eighth. Yeah, 108. Eighth. Yep. Yeah, 108. And, um, and when it got back to me, so many quarterbacks were off. The value for – Everybody else was insane, and I'm like, and I just kind of was like, I gotta, I gotta kind of. I know quarterback is super flex, and I gotta go hard on quarterback, but tight end print 2.0 tight end premium. The top two tight ends were already gone. I was thinking another tight end run would happen soon, so I grabbed Kittle fast, and that was about where I said, you know what, I'm. I'm going to just kind of do everything I possibly can to win this year. And I've sold off almost all of my 23 capital at this point to get to try and win. And uh, instead of going hard at the top 50 picks, like a lot of guys were, cause those were kind of pricey. I was trying to go for like having a, a healthy um, team all the way down. Cause it's, it's start 11. So I know for start 11, those those bottom three guys are usually guys you don't feel comfortable starting. So I was trying to make it so that those those bottom two or three guys that I'm starting, I felt really good about starting. And that's kind of how I've been trying to approach it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was just looking at your team. It, it's, it's, it is definitely a pretty good win now team. But yeah, those, those quarterbacks are, are a little rough after Dak. You have Baker and, and Daniel Jones. But that's no not not much worse than what Two me starters. and Scott have. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's got Fournette, Gibson, Sanders, I got Amari, Godwin, DJ Moore, Debo, Adam Thielen at wide receiver, and Kittle and Engram at, at uh, tight end. So he's got 13 yeah. guys there, all of which are probably startable. So not too bad. 
Um, one other thing I wanted, another thing I wanted to get into was was kind of startup trading and what your guys' general strategy is on there. Uh, what what about you, Drew? I, I, we haven't heard from you too much. Uh, I, I, do you like to move around in startups? Do you like to move up? Do you like to move down? How, how do you kind of gauge value for startup trades? What what, what can you tell me? Uh, I I think ideally I try to have uh, you know eat my cake or have my cake and eat it too. You know, try to get that mix of win now with a, a little bit of youth and upside and hope you hit kind of in the middle rounds. But, um, you know, for a 14 team, I, I'm not moving around too much unless the value is, is coming to me. So I would be more inclined to trade back than try to, to move up. Uh, Cause I think if, you know, within the first three, four weeks, we should know, you know, kind of where we stand and what the trajectory looks like. So if we need to back off and sell a couple older guys to be able to make some, some room for new, new youth in 23, then we're good with that. We talked through, you know, uh, honestly, after the first round, I think Josh and I discussed, do we just want to, you know, punt this year and try to accumulate some 23 value? Because uh, we, we went back and forth on Andrews or, or Russ Wilson at the end of the first there uh, after seeing all those quarterbacks go. And uh, I, I pushed Josh into taking the, the two-point tight end premium into account and, and going for Andrews, who I think we both feel like is the best tight end in the NFL right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that, that probably backfired a bit when we came back in the, in the second round and looking at what was left. So typically, uh, I, I would prefer to move back, um, probably, you know, my third, fourth, fifth rounds. If somebody wants to jump up and feel like they've got somebody that's falling there, I'm willing to move back. Uh, but I'm, I'm not typically the guy that's going to move up a lot. I'd rather, you know, kind of maintain or add some value or add some assets along the way if I can. Yeah. And I've already mentioned what I, what I'd like to do. I, I want to, Throw it to Mercer again too. I know you traded up for the 102. Is that something? I, I don't know if you yeah. ever specifically answered that earlier. Is that something you normally will do? Is try and trade up, or was this just a 14 team or I want two elite quarterbacks? No, my my philosophy is trade early and often. Um, I as soon as like the draft order is set, I'm kind of like trying to make my moves as far as like I mean before you got even before you even said it in MFL, I was DM in you, Rocky. I mean, yeah, that was, the, yeah. The, the, the draft order, I don't think. We didn't even know if it was a yet. third round reversal or not. And I, was, yeah. I, was, I was like, all right, well, if it's a third round reversal, then here are the picks. And yeah, we had the draft so. order done in the chat, I think, but we didn't actually have it officially set up on MFL, and Mercer's already sending me a, yeah. an offer, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in no, DMs. That, I, I love to trade. Um, I'm doing – uh, second home league uh, dynasty uh, the end of this month and we're doing a hundred yard rush live tomorrow night so we're gonna like zoom and uh, watch our hundred yard rush we're gonna set the order and start trading on the like three weeks before the draft starts right because that's what I like to do um, <laughs> and then like if, for my you know third and fourth pick after I got those two quarterbacks I knew I was gonna draft a tight end right? Like I, I was going to go two quarterbacks, tight end. That was the plan from the get-go with the 2.0 premium. But Saquon was there too. And I'm a big Saquon <laughs> fan. And I'm like, I want them both. So I, I worked out and I traded up again so that I had the 411 and the 412. And then I was able to get Waller and Saquon um, after the quarterback, quarterback start. So I would say if there's a specific target i'm gonna do what i can to try and trade up and then and then once it gets to this point where we're at i like i i just trade more to trade like i just said trade, and, yeah. yeah it's very it's, very rust like yeah but it, <laughs> i mean there, there's a player i have in mind that i want to grab like i'm like all right well this i feel like this is the end of a tier it's you know the 140th player or whatever we're at now and you know it's uh it's fun 
that's what that's what I get it and enjoy about Dynasty is the trading aspect of it. Yeah, and uh, Sidlow, I wanted to to get your take on this too. You you definitely we've made a few moves. Uh, even after that that trading down that one or two, you've been kind of uh, wanting to trade down. I think a lot of our picks. So so so, what's your general thoughts on on startup trading? Yeah, I usually people are so willing to just throw away future picks like because it's like oh well i'm gonna get this guy right now so i don't really care about a 23 third or fourth or whatever and that's fine i mean that's there's not a ton of value in that but when i have like 48 guys in the same tier and i'm like yeah i really don't care which one of these it actually makes it easier to trade back because now i get a future asset and I also don't have to think or choose like they just choose for me. They take all the players and then I take who's left. So, you know, I mean, in some ways it's the easy way out, but uh, at the end of the day, like if you have that many players in the same tier and when you get in these middle rounds, that's typically the case. You're kind of just moving around for who you like. So if you really like a player, you're absolutely willing to give up a 23 fourth, right? So if I have three players that are all the same and I don't care which one I get, then I'm absolutely willing to take a 23 fourth. So it just, it seems to make the most sense to move around in these tiers. And this is generally where I do the most trading is kind of in these middle rounds, because again, if, if they're all similar, then it's fine with me. Now, if I have a specific strategy or I'm trying to get certain players or trying to balance my portfolio or whatever it may be, like sometimes I'm the one trading up. But in this case, I don't see a scenario in which, like, we're not going to be going for it necessarily this year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see with our team how we would not be in win-now mode. Not that we're, like, a contender necessarily. We don't really know in startups until things start playing out. But if we can get some flexibility with some additional future picks... um, you know, that could make the difference because again, it's, you know, July and we get into September and maybe we lost a couple players for whatever reason. Now we've got those picks. We might be able to fill in here and there where we need, um, or like Jesse's point earlier, we have so many starters. And so if we feel really great about our core of starters and we need to find those guys that, you know, maybe one of these teams that's building more for the future has a guy who can give us a few weeks and get us to where we need to go, we can throw him a third or fourth for that player, right? Because he doesn't want the points. He wants the future picks. Uh, And so with the mindset of having, when you're in a startup, you're always going to have guys that are, once you get to this point in the draft, you look at your roster and you go, okay, I'm probably going to be competing this year or at least leaning towards that win now mode. And then you have guys that are like, yeah, I, I don't want these vets or I'm probably not taking them unless they seem like crazy value and I'll trade them later. And so those shifting mindsets as they start to, you know, move to the other ends of the spectrum, then you either have to take the guys, you know, you're going to end up with like long-term or you have to put yourself in a position to have the assets to trade to, you know, ultimately win now, which is what we're trying to do. 
Yeah, I, I remember too when we started out to kind of to your point. Like, I, I think I even said to you, like, it depends. You know, we'll see what happens from here on out, and whether we become a win now team or not. Like, we weren't sure at the beginning. We were we were drafting some. We did draft cousins, then we drafted I think a couple young running backs after that. So. Um, it's in, yeah, you have to see how the kind of the draft takes shape and I'm with Josh. I'm always about being fluid and uh, I don't ever have a set strategy going in, but, um, Josh, I wanted to ask you too, uh, just about the startup trading aspect and, and kind of, we haven't touched on this specifically really, but uh, like how you determine what is like a good value. Like, like for me, I have some, I have some rules of thumb. I, I don't, I, and I think I mentioned this on either this podcast or trade X or somewhere before, but I don't get, ever give up extra startup picks. I, it has to be an even swap or uh, basically it has to be an even swap. And if I'm getting a pick in the deal, if I drop it one for one, I'm fine with that. Or it has to be two for two. And for me, the, the, or three for three, whatever, but the, the move up, later always has to be for me at least twice as much as the uh the move down i'm doing if i'm like say i'm doing a trade down i i have to get a twice as big move up later as i'm getting the drop earlier because those those earlier picks are worth so much more but do you have anything like that and any any other comments you want to make on startup trading so i think i do startup trading differently than a lot of other people because if Kind of like when you were explaining the trade that you guys made for the uh, the 102. It's kind of like all of those things, they're just a bunch of numbers. They're just, it's the 102 and a 7th and a 13th. I don't remember, but it's all just a bunch of numbers. So what I try to do is, and obviously the earlier on in the draft, this is a lot harder to do because you don't know what people's teams look like. But... I try to guesstimate who's going to get taken based on what the team looks like, what the the drafting patterns are, whether this team is going all old or they go in all uh, youth and trying to tank it. Are they, do they have the, the nice little mix there of both? And then I try to plug some names in there that would make sense. Obviously, listen, people are, people are going to go off the rail. Sometimes they're going to hit you with something you didn't expect. But at least if I can go, okay, this looks like it's going to be, you know, Josh Allen and Brandon Cooks for, you know, Kirk Cousins and Drake London. Do I like that? Do I not like that? What's going on? And you at least, at least in my mind, the way my, my mind works, I can kind of put some actual value into it instead of just going put the names on the picks yeah it's just these picks because you know like i said when i saw the pick for the 102 go down i kind of just instantly just knowing adp and just you know because a lot of these guys i haven't drafted with before and i don't know you know they didn't have a no one had a team when the 102 was getting taken so it was a little hard to to say all right what's going to happen with the later picks but um yeah, so I kind of try to plug it in and go, okay. And I knew as soon as I saw uh, that trade and Drew was asking about the 101, obviously, because I know he wanted Josh Allen. I was like, yeah, dude, this is, you know, this is going to be a little bit too <laughs> much for, for Mercer my... Mercer ruined it for everybody. Yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I ruined it for everybody. No, Mercer didn't ruin it. Mercer, 
I got like, what I wanted. And I, I right. have the names of the players because I actually looked that up. I uh, did some homework, even though I didn't have a show sheet. I was like, all right, wonder what that like the players ended up being. So obviously the 102 was Pat Mahomes, right? And then yep. Kenny Pickett was the 702, which was on my side. I have yet to select the 1302. So I like that Pat, pick, though. Yeah, okay. Pat Mahomes, Kenny Pickett, 1302. And you guys had Cooper Cup, Brees Hall, and Jameis. On your side, okay. those those selections. Okay. So you got your quarterback, you got the 101 in this year's yeah. draft, and then you've got, you know, arguably a top three wide receiver in Dynasty. You know, he's older, but he's going to score a lot for the next two years. So I mean, it, it worked out for both of us. Basically. Yeah, we both yeah. accomplished what we wanted to, and I mean, that's the point. Yep. Yeah, and you got. I, I would say that my 1302 is not going to be as good of a starter as you guys got three starter starting caliber players right there right um and right. i got one well you know? if pickett ends i mean up, you could argue that that pat mahomes is not going for that package though what do you would you trade pat mahomes for cooper cup Brees hall and Kirk cousins i wouldn't trade him for anything but that's, just <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was 102 at the time and that yeah, number like that, yeah you know like it's easier said, to trade the number than the player the numbers yeah. than the player yeah <laughs> Um, in the chat here, FF Lefty says, uh, going pretty extreme productive struggle in a startup he's doing right now, currently through six rounds. Uh, I, just seeing that comment uh, made me want to throw that out there. Do you guys, I, I almost never, ever, ever go productive struggle, although I may bring up a, a startup Not where anymore. I'm doing a little bit uh, of something like that. But does, is that something you guys ever do? I feel like it's something Drew would do because he loves picks, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but is that I'll something? Do it in or... a, I'll do it in a dispersal, kind of like what uh, what Big Boss yes. doing there. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah. in a true startup, no, I I want to see you know, like Josh said, it's crazy stuff happens all throughout the draft. And I think somebody threw in our our group, me and other startup that they were doing uh, that was just wild. Uh, oh, some yeah. of the folks that were going. So I think that I, I always got got a shot. <laughs> oh, was it Jesse? Yeah. No, no, Jesse's no. It's all over Steve. the show. It was Steve. It was Steve. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, so I no, I I'm always I always believe I've got a shot to steal some value in the startup and uh make it make it out better in the top half at least for the first year. Uh, which by the way, you guys mentioned Jesse. I just want if anybody's listening, Jesse did have to cut out. So you won't hear from Jesse again. And uh, I feel like I should mention too, we never said it at the top here, uh, but the, the the league that we've been talking about this whole show is uh is a uh, PPR Superflex uh, 2.0 tight end premium uh, 14 team with 11 starters. And, and you have to start uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, uh, quarterback, and then the Superflex. And I think it's, that makes it three, three flexes. flexes. Yeah. yeah. So just to, to kind of put some context in everything we're talking about here, yeah. people have mentioned some of the settings as we've been going along, but we never uh, actually said that off the top. So, um. Uh, now I forget what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> oh no, the, the the productive struggle. Like, oh, that's I, what it was. I, the, like I was probably going to do that in this league if it would have ended up auction because I've I've only done one auction in my life before, um, so I was inexperienced and I was like, ah, oh, that's a good fallback. And what uh, myself and my co-owner did uh, in that league because it was a 2014 two copy startup. Um, we I'm like, let's get two quarterbacks and start buying 23 first. Yeah. And yep. that's what we did. And uh, right now, um, 
you know, I, I like where our team's at. We have five 23 firsts. Uh, we are likely going to be the 101. We, we were the 101, and we traded 101 and 301 to Shane at that live meetup, Rocky, that we, we met in person. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I traded 101, 301 for Trevor Lawrence. So now we have yep. Joe Burrow and Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, 523 firsts. And, you know, I mean, that that went well for the productive struggle. But, you know, when I it was a, you know, two people split in the buy-in. I was like, hey, we could productive struggle this for a couple of years and donate and, and then try and build a powerhouse. Yeah, good yeah. point. It's funny. I, I, I could almost never bring myself to do a full on productive struggle. I had a league earlier this year. I did. Uh, I believe it's also 14 team. It's on sleeper, which is unfortunate, but uh, <laughs> that's a but, struggle uh, by itself. Yes, exactly. Um, but an unproductive yeah. struggle, if you will. <laughs> But I uh, I traded down a bunch. I don't think I'm in my first pick until the fourth round, and I picked up 523 first. And, and that was kind of the idea was that I was going to go productive struggle, and then I kept saw what was kept being there, and it ended up it ended up being like I have a win now team, but also 523 first. I have like Dobbins, I have Zeke, I have two in Cousins. I had like it was ridiculous. Like you can get like this year, you can get so much old value if you want if you're in a league where you can trade down 23 firsts are so hard to trade for so if you're in a like a, a league with a bunch of sharks you're probably not going to be able to trade down and pick up 523 first like i did in that league but but if you can pick up some future picks and then draft some old guys you can you can have it kind of have your cake and eat it too i think especially like, every year we we keep getting so much to me at least dynasty community as a whole keeps getting so much more ages so uh you can kind of trade down and then still try and win and pick up picks i think especially after this year because this year it's harder with 23s and everyone's talking up the 23s if you're on twitter and, and and you know kind of plugged in but going forward i don't think that'll be as hard like in 24 right like getting 24 picks i don't think will be as hard so uh, I, I, that's another strategy I like is, is trying to trade down and still win with picks in your back pocket. But uh, Scott, uh, so one thing I want well, no, I, you know, I'm going to go through with this to, to Josh and Drew again, actually, before I get to Scott, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, and I, I guess Justin might not be able to uh, comment too much on this, but we have three sets of co-managers in the league. So I wanted to get in that a little bit, because that's kind of interesting. I, before me and Scott talk about that, I want Josh and Drew talk about that. So uh, what's it like co-managing? I know Drew, uh, I, I don't know if Josh is, I know Drew has uh, quite a few teams, I think, just from talking to him, where, where he's a co-manager. So maybe I'll let you go first, Drew, but just how do you handle co-managing? Does, does one of you take the lead? Do you just do you run everything by each other? Kind of. It's it's definitely an interesting dynamic. It's been interesting with Scott too because we we do have definitely some divergent thoughts on on something. Yeah. <laughs> <Just a little. laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll let you start off, Drew. Yeah, gosh, if I had to count, I, I'm probably at maybe eight or ten leagues that I co-manage at this point. Um, oh wow, you're a pro. Mostly because I just want to split the cost and have some fun, and uh, you know, a couple of yeah. a couple of folks that I've been doing this fantasy thing with for a while. So, um, but yeah, Josh and I actually have two teams that we're co-managing. Uh, one of them was an auction draft, one of the the uh, safe leagues. So that was our first experiencing together, experience together, and that was interesting. Smart uh, going through values and then you know trying to figure out who's going to keep track of who's on the board and where do our oh, nominations man. doing an auction stuff. together. 
but uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and you know we're still catching a bunch of shit in our chat from people that are giving us a hard time about our team and stuff. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens this year. Uh, but for this one, you know, I think, um, you know, Josh has, uh, he, I've seen him draft a couple of teams in leagues that we've been in together and he's done a really good job. So I think, uh, I've, I've tried to defer after watching my, my mistake in the first round. Uh, I probably, uh, deferred a little bit more, but yeah, I think at this point we just kind of throw a few names out at each other and see kind of where the overlap is. Um, and then, uh, settle on, you know, what do we think is going to be there on, on the way back and figure out, you know, which, which combo we'd rather have, uh, if it goes the way we think it's going to go. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun too. Cause then you get to get to see what they're thinking and, you know, what catches their eye. And, and, uh, you know, I think we're both looking at different types of players at, for value. So that's where some of our, um, you know, diversity and thought comes in. So Josh may say, here's, you know, here's the position I want to go after. And this is why, and you know, I'll look at some value otherwise and yeah that's that's cool you know is there a way that we can get both of these if possible if not how do we kind of settle out what the priority is so uh but yeah i mean josh and i've been going and doing this thing for a while and it's it's pretty relaxed i'd say i know some people get a little intense over it (laughs) we won't name any names or any co-hosts who aren't here tonight but um how about how about (laughs) yeah i know right how about they're on the clock and they refuse to make the pick because well, somebody's asleep, you know. So, yeah, somebody's got to go on vacation during yeah. a startup, and I get it. I get it. I offered know. them a trade. I'm like, hey, you know, you guys haven't traded yet. This is the trade that just happened to drop down ten picks and add a, you know, a fourth, and they want to wait, so that's fine. <laughs> Co managing is it's not it's not easy. Um, like I said, I did an auction startup with a co manager. Um, and I would say that, uh, you know, when you're both bidding on players, like independently, sometimes that <laughs> can be tr- problematic. You're like, hey, this is what I just did. Or this is what I did, like, while you were sleeping. And I'm like, ah, I wouldn't have probably done that, but okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Josh, what, any, any thoughts on the whole co-managing thing? Co-managing is fun. So actually, the first team I ever co-managed was last year in the uh, the timeline league with Bill, and Bill and I are are funny because we we agree on like probably ninety five percent of things, and we're our most like are violent, and it's not the right word to use, but violent disagreements are on the most trivial players. I mean, <laughs> we we had a fight, and this had to be like the 18th round or something, and we were talking, we were going between uh, Taylor Heineke and Dwayne Haskins, who was probably at that point like QB5 for us, and... He's like, it's definitely Dwayne Haskins. And and I, I made this analogy to him. I go, Dwayne Haskins is like a scratch-off lottery ticket. If you win your money back, you're like happy with it. Like that that's like really your best case scenario. Taylor Heineke's like a Powerball ticket. Like you're probably not gonna win anything, but it could actually be pretty good for you. So I deferred in that situation. We went with Dwayne Haskins, who was, I think, a literal zero the whole year. And 
Taylor Heineke ends up starting most of the season for Washington. Then in the playoffs, we actually traded for the guy. I think we gave up a second for him. So I'm like, we could have had this guy for free. Now we're giving up picks to get him because we needed a quarterback at the time. Um, but that was my first experience. But, it, it, you know, Bill and I are funny because we will argue about the most trivial. Not anything important. Like the first, what, 10 rounds? There was, there was no argument. Like, maybe we had a difference of opinion, but it was usually like, okay, like, I see your point, or he saw my point, and we just went with it. But, man, that that uh, that Heineke versus Haskins debate, I wish that would have been on a podcast because that, A, would have put everyone to sleep, but, B, it would have just been, you know, it would have made everyone laugh. Drew, Drew's funny because Drew keeps beating himself up about, you know, I wanted Russ, he wanted – Mark Andrews and I went with Andrews and he's like, dude, we should have right move. We should have, we should have went with Russ. We should have went with Russ. And I was like, I was like, we can still build a good team. It's only one pick. Like it's the first round pick. Like, and I'm not even mad about Andrews. It's not, not like Andrews is not going to score us a ton of freaking points, but it's like, don't worry. We'll figure (laughs) out, you know, the quarterback thing. And we did. We have Brady and Tannehill, and that's not, you know, that's not going to be the best one-two QB duo in this league. But it's not going to be bad. I mean, we're it's not like we're running, you know, Baker and you know Drew Locke out there. You know, we're not, you know, we're not totally handicapped at the position. So don't give away our next pick, Josh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've I, whoops. Don't take Drew Locke, guys. We're going <laughs> to take him. Promise. <clears throat> We're so, a fan of crappy QBs. So, I mean, at this point, any QB you're taking. Jimmy Garoppolo just got taken. He was probably the last QB that I would consider to be good. Um, everyone else, you're just it's, – it's prayers and, you know, and yuck. That, that's pretty much what you got left, so – yeah, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much correct. Yes, Mercer um, didn't even want to hear about the quarterbacks that are left. He, he just he walked. Yeah, away. he just he just he bailed out. Yeah, um, it, it's been real interesting doing the co-managing with Scott here. Uh, Scott Scott's not always the quickest to respond to texts for one thing. Uh, <laughs> so, busy, busy time. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we're I'm both one... busy. You're out of town. Yeah, that, and that I'm was the working, other thing. I spent so... the last ten days in Florida. I just got back yesterday. Uh, just as the startup was literally the day the startup was starting, I was flying out. Um, so that I was, was like, I, I was I'm not res- all the guys I yeah, want. <laughs> I was not responding quickly either. So it was kind of nice that we kind of bailed out of the, almost the entire first two rounds. So I didn't yeah, it, it did work out perfectly. Um, but yeah, and I'm one who just, I do like, I do make, I like to make sure that I, I always run it by my co-manager before I do anything. I don't like to kind of just take the wheel. Um, I actually did a couple times, but it was stuff that we'd already talked about. Like, I think I drafted yeah. CEH, and we had talked about a couple guys in that spot. Yeah. Um, things oh, like that. But... City backup? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean did... third string. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I literally went to try to dump my other share of him just because I don't want to have any shares. And I was like, great, now I have two. So now I got to get rid of this other one. Son of a... But, um, but yeah, and it's kind of, it's a give and take. There was a, it was, you guys talked to, this was before the show or earlier on the show, you mentioned the Atlanta 
uh, quarterbacks. That was that was the total Scott move, which was pointed out in the chat. Uh, yep. We like to, to grab quarterbacks. We had back-to-back yep. picks. We took uh, Mariota and Ritter um, as yep. kind of our QB3 combined. And I just uh, figured to lock up that position, like, let's just give us that option right now. Like, they're either going to give us points or maybe we could trade them, like, Let's just have that because I mean, who else are we drafting? Like, you know, like you mentioned, like Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, like, you know. So I was like, okay, this is this is our chance to either do this or not. And then Baker got traded, and then so it was like, okay, we have both of these guys are on the board, so you know, we can just kind of lock up that position. Like, I don't like either of those guys. Yeah, but I, I, I said to Scott, I'm like, I hate Ritter, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I me too. I, but I'm at probably, the same I time, hated on Ritter. <laughs> Atlanta is going to win like what four games. So like when they're two and nine, I mean, who's going to be starting the last six games? You know what I mean? Like he's going to play probably. So we're going to find out, um, you know, with both of those guys, but pretty much when you look at the rest of of who's available, it's not just like, you got to look at your roster and you go, okay, you know, this is who we have. This is where we're at. But at the same time, you got to go, okay, you know, are we drafting Van Jefferson or are we drafting, you know, Desmond Ritter? Like Van Jefferson is not going to do a fucking thing for us. Like we don't, you know, we're never going to start him. So it's like, why are you even, and not just specifically him, but like literally anybody in that tier, you know, like all those guys are just, um, you know, my philosophy is more like, I'd rather have like nine quarterbacks that nobody likes because at some point, if they end up being Taylor Heineke, Right. You know, whereas yep. we know most of these receivers are just they don't just step into roles like that. Like, it's just so rare and you're not going to know when is the time to start them. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's where more philosophy comes into it. Right. And so you just kind of have to figure out what makes sense. I mean, because now we'll probably go through the next like handful of picks where I'll, I'll pretty much just I'll make my observations and then Rocky can make the picks. You know, like, I'm not going to worry about it too much. Like, I'll give my input. But, like, at the end of the day, like, there's nobody at this point that I'm like, oh, yeah, we have to get this guy. Yeah. You're, so You're not clamoring for Sam Howell? That's, that's <laughs> shocking. In, like, 10 more rounds, I might be. Yeah, yeah well, He'll be I, gone I, will, in 10 more <laughs> I will say that that uh, double tap of uh, Ritter and Mariota was enabled by a trade you made with me. Yes, that's right. Just we had back to back picks, yeah. which made me more yeah. on board. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I like back to back picks for that reason, right? It yeah. Can, can do something that makes sense together, like like tag team a uh, starting quarterback duo, where you know for this year you have Atlanta starting quarterback, yeah. right? Mercer, you like didn't a 67% air chance around starting quarterbacks <laughs> in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Weapons, <laughs> offense, <laughs> football team. Yeah. yeah. I, I get yeah. it. I guess you can't tell. Scott was doing air quotes there. If you couldn't tell verbally. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so, I, yeah, I, 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 what I yeah, was yeah. saying got me more on board with that too. Like, I, I could certainly be, maybe I'm wrong on Ritter, or maybe I'm not even wrong on Ritter, but he has two, three hundred yard games in a row, and then maybe someone in the league becomes more interested, in him and we and we can sell him for something. So, uh, it, it made it made a lot of sense. We get, having three QBs in a in a fourteen teamer is valuable in itself. So, yeah. um, 
Okay, one last thing before we uh, kind of finish up here. I, I was just looking at some of the picks, and I was just—I don't know if any of you have any picks that you remember that stand out. One I was looking at to me is what, what? What do you guys think about like specific picks in the draft? What do you? Deshaun Watson went at two oh six. Way too high. Yeah, I mean, we, we <laughs> everybody's got that. If, uh, <laughs> if if we were going to tank this year, that would have been the move. Yep. Yes. The, yeah. the rest of his roster depends. So what did he do with the rest of his team? That's going to matter. He and he is very young. With his roster, I do like the pick, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he has lots So of it mill. makes sense now. At the time, we were probably like, ooh. But now it's like, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, he definitely yeah. went, uh, you know, young, young players, uh, future looking. He's not competing this year. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the exact – the only team – that you want Watson on or or ones that you're kind of rebuilding not playing yeah. to compete at all and it actually helps you for zero points right exactly. so uh I also feel I should mention Cooper Cup 212 clearly a steal yeah. uh <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> hey he went 103 in a in a draft that oh my uh, god like well, that's a month cool. ago that I remember breaking down and I mean that was to somebody like who's you know, pretty well known and writes yeah. and does podcasting and all that. It's not like he's just some random, you know, Twitter guy or whatever. So, uh, and it was super flex. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, it's, hey, 212 is a good go. value for him. I, the one, the one pick I, I remember and I clearly regret at this point in the draft <laughs> is I, I took just because it was too much value. Like it was great value, but I took Kamara at 612. And I really wish I would have taken the player that you guys drafted right after me in <laughs> Portland Sutton. I was like, he was my one, wide yeah, receiver I really room. Wanted, I was like, yeah. dang it, I should have, I should have went him. That's the one pick I regret. I love Kamara. Yes, there's the suspension out, you know, out there looming. But I mean, I, I was like, man, with my wide receivers, I, it would my team would look much better with Sutton versus Kamara right now. It's so funny you say that because I was going to mention Kamara. I mean, six twelve with the suspension. I guess it makes sense, but that that was kind of crazy to me. I mean, it wasn't. I couldn't pass. It was hard for me to pass him up. I I realized after the fact it probably wasn't good for my build, but I just thought the value was too good. Yeah, and 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 I think this is going to happen in a lot of startups. I'm just looking at it. The running backs are just like going down the board so much in general. I was just looking like the you you know the timeline guys here, Drew and Josh get mixing at 405. Uh Nick Chubb oh, yeah. at 605. That that's, that, that's kind of insane. <laughs> we appreciate all of you. Everyone in the league. <laughs> you get our appreciation. And honestly, I don't even like Joe Mixon, but I was like, dude, come on. Like we got to stop this. Like That's right. It gets That's to right. a yeah. point where even guys that you don't like, you're like, okay, now, now we've just gone way too far with the hate. And I mean, you know, we love Jamar Chase. We love T Higgins. We love Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Mixon is on that same team. We should be showing him the same kind of love and we don't. So yeah, that was one line help. I know they finally like got themselves like maybe a, a good offensive line, which is kind of crazy to say uh, for Cincinnati since, I mean, I've been alive, I think, but um, 
Yeah, that that was a good one. And Anthony Sean, Munoz, I mean, but he's just one man. Yeah, so, well, he's just one yeah, man. He's just, he's one, just man. one man. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and then Chubb too. I love I love Nick Chubb, but after Joe Mixon, I did not expect to take a, another running back so soon. Mm-hmm. But man, I mean, you leave Nick Chubb out there. I think that was like the seventy fifth pick. Seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that's that's crazy too. So uh. My builds don't normally look like this with uh, two running backs so early, but like I was saying earlier, the value was just there. I mean, obviously the, I mean, by pick 75, there was probably, you know, 28 quarterbacks taken. So that obviously is going to help things out. And then, um, you know, it, it was just, I like and I and I don't hate our wide receivers either. I thought I was going to hate our wide receivers after we got CD Lamb, but I was like, okay, like I'm I'm not mad at what we have at wide receiver either. So which is Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Russell Gage. Yeah, yeah. CD. I think the last one uh, we were texting back and forth. We we probably should have gone after our, our two our second and a half quarterback at that point instead of Gage, but we'll see where we where we shake out here. Hey, hey, hey. We got the stack. We got the Brady Gage stack. <laughs> he, he's he's wide cute. receiver two on that offense until Godwin gets back, and we don't know how long that's going to be. I, I, I like that as wide receiver four on the team. Don't, don't hate on Russell Gage. It is funny how rocky like your quarterbacks are. Brady uh, and Tannehill. <laughs> I mean, we had we had to go with the rocky uh, the rocky plan because I mean. We didn't get one in the first, and then by the time the second came, it was just like, all right, none of these guys are, are someone I want to take at pick 18. I mean, Rocky, the, the trade just looks better for you guys, that 102 trade, because, you know, Kirk Cousins is kind of standing there at the perfect spot to be taken, and you guys were were in position. So it was – you know, and we were tra- we were actually trying to trade back, and we couldn't get a deal worked out with anyone because we were like, okay, this spot is like, <laughs> I honestly didn't really like anyone at that spot. I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, this is like a no man's land right now, and finally went with CD Lamb because I think he's gonna he's gonna jump into the top five this year. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, Jesse, I appreciate you, man. I was so pissed when the timeline grabbed CD. Sure, you were gonna go quarterback. Eh, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm a value shopper. Find me the value. I don't. Uh, I don't like to buy over the sticker price if I can avoid it. So, um, yeah, CD was there, and I'm sorry I, I broke up your stack. Actually, I'm not sorry I broke up your stack, but um, I'll I'll just say that for appearances. Um, but yeah, so that that was yeah. It's this has been fun so far. I'm not gonna lie. The uh, the group me is just. Like everyone's just like very active, patting it up and yeah, it's cool. poking fun at each other. So it's it's been a good time. Yeah, we so ended far. up with a great group. Drew, uh, Drew, I, I think you uh, have to go here. So Thanks, Drew. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, you get your Twitter handle or anything before you sign off, or no, nah, I'll do, I'll do it at Josh Talk. <laughs> we'll give you updates. Talk, make week. sure you give Drew's Twitter handle. I, I will. I will. <laughs> good to see y'all. Have a good night. Thanks, buddy. See ya. And then the one other thing I was just looking at with some of the – I was a little surprised that there weren't more – with the 2.0 premium, the tight end wasn't didn't go a little heavier. I, I'm looking, and there's only – we're only four yeah. taken in the first 45 picks, I believe. 
um, which which surprises me a little bit. You guys I was were, shocked. I was shocked that Waller was there. Yeah, the you got him the, at the four uh, eleven third overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you said yep. two out of the first, or you said four out of the first forty five. If I if I'm doing my math correct, uh, and that, and that's after the, the fifth wins. one went at four oh four, so that's pick forty six, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so two went in the first ten. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. so that's even that's even crazier after kind of that start that it went dead for that period of time. I think we just had so many QBs crammed in yeah. there. That's too, part of right? it. Right? Yeah, eighteen of twenty-seven. So yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, and I mean we've become a quarterback crazy dynasty community uh, in Superflex. Um, and it was amplified. I remember like when I started in 2018, like heavy into like Dynasty Twitter and and online leagues and stuff. You 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 would have first rounds with like three four quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. it's like if you get out of the first round with even in 12 team with like less than nine, it's it's a surprise. And, um, and that's the crazy thing though, Rocky, that you're saying because in 12 team, it's a little easier to fade the quarterback a little bit longer i kind of get it a little bit more in a 14 team league because everyone is like okay there's a limited crop of these guys and we have to get them but i mean i think we even put that into overdrive for a 14 team league so uh yeah definitely like you were saying earlier that changed the strategy real quick uh i was like oh okay um (laughs) it's a it's tom brady season for or literally a season (laughs) <laughs> and uh, just to drive the running point, running back point, home we mentioned earlier. I, I meant to mention this. Uh, Jesse and Andrew, who's also in the league, Andrew Ember, uh, pointed out Dobbins went at six or two, and Aaron Jones at seven and one. Just running backs. Nobody wants to draft running yeah. backs in Dynasty anymore. Um, I, maybe me and Scott went a little too early with uh, picking the, the the two we we did, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty happy with them. Who do you guys have? Uh, Brees and Javante. Javante and Brees and Javante. Yeah. yeah, Drew Drew and I were a little a little heartbroken when Javante was gone. Not that we were really expecting him to get back, but you always hold out your it, hopes and, your and even though it was a we, weird thing though, because I don't like to I don't even take running back sometimes in startups. I'm in another startup, uh it's an auction and I don't have a single running back on my roster and I have like twenty four players right now. <laughs> So and that's that's very typical for me. And then here we are taking two running backs like in our first four players. But it's kind of like now we can kind of go any direction with this. Like these guys are young and they're so valuable. We can definitely just trade them away if we're not what we think we're going to be. And, you know, if if we are, these guys are going to help us win. So either way, we we're good here. And even those two went in the third round. That was three oh two and three oh three. Yeah. 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 Okay, one last thing before we we finish up uh, the whole startup thing here. Bill, you know, Josh mentioned Bill earlier. I, I probably shouldn't do this with Justin here, but Bill wants me to make my hot sauce pick. I, I'm also <laughs> in the hot sauce 14 team second copy startup right now. Do it. And uh, it, I, I am I in the even... first copy of that league. That's why. Yeah, I so he's not actually that. in this. I, I won that league game. last year, the first yeah. year. So awesome. So, awesome. so how good is your team right now? Because I know Larry's just making all kinds of crazy picks. Well, that's Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, last night I made a big trade uh, with my my uh, co-host on on my podcast. I so I traded in because we can trade the 
the first oh. copy, like yeah, the first trade trade in. In. Oh. Oh. second trade. Yeah, so it's really interesting. So I traded Eckler, and I got the seven eleven pick, which was on the clock, David Montgomery, and a twenty twenty four second. Um, and and you took, and I traded it. <laughs> I traded the seven <laughs> eleven Ryan Tannehill and two twenty four first for Lamar Jackson. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, I like that for him. And I have okay. Joe Burrow, so I, I Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase stack won me that league because they went off in the playoffs. So now I have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase stack, and Lamar Jackson. So, Beautiful, yeah, nice work. It was so, so we're not going to get a junkies pit. We were hoping maybe me and nice Scott work. would come up, or Josh's team would come up. Um, it's on so Andrew not, and Bobby. So yeah, so we're not, but we can get a we can get a hot sauce pick on the pod. So all right, good uh, enough. Here's what here's what I, I and this is the league I said mentioned earlier. I'm not totally productive struggling, but I'm definitely going way younger than I than I do a lot of times. Um, I, here's my team. I have three. You can draft 23 and 24 first in this startup. I have three 23 firsts, including my own. So that that was those were kind of expensive to get. Those were fairly early-ish picks. Um, quarterback, I have Tua. Running back, I have Dobbins and Javante. I don't don't have any other quarterback besides Tua. Uh, wide receiver, I have Waddle and Devontae Smith, and then tight end, I have Hawkinson, and that's where we're at. Of course, you do. Right, so, <laughs> who's the so, best twenty first on the on that's available right now? See, I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked over the teams well enough to know yeah, which is the best twenty four yeah. first. Like, before, I didn't prepare coming on to the pod. Right, I, right. I didn't know well, Bill was going to tell me to pick. So yeah, so the first, <laughs> so that seven eleven pick I had that Ruben used was the very first twenty four first round pick that went right. So he actually got three twenty four firsts and Ryan Tannehill for Lamar. So it was a good trade for him because he's kind of in the yeah. rebuild mode and. And for me, I I'm like still trying to compete and defend my my ship. So I, I love adding Lamar. But uh, but I think 24 first. I don't think you want a quarterback because I don't. Yeah, think the there are best any left. quarterbacks on the board right now are basically Wentz, Ryan, Daniel Jones, and Davis Mills. Not for that roster, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you don't pass. have any quarterbacks on your roster anyway. So yeah. best running backs are probably Gibson, Jacobs. Ch, God, what is the deal? But you uh, have two already that, like, I wouldn't go more than. Yeah, two. I, I would go really wide receiver score or too many first. points, probably. Yeah, I would go wide because you have Hawk as your tight end, and that that tight end, I mean, it's so it's a it's a tight end premium because it's tiered PPR. Yeah, it's 0. 0. 0.5, 1.0, 1.5, yeah. and then you get 0. 0.75 nice. per 0. first 75. round per Yeah, oh. so it's tight ends okay. are extra valuable, so. What like tight end? So or... Evan Ingram is the next pick. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, Friermuth is on the board. He's probably Ooh, the best I... tight end available. That's that's. Yeah. I'm that's a homer. Nice. I can't. I can't state an opinion. Yeah. But... No. That's no. That's no. Nice. I'll state an opinion. That's nice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So you go Friermuth or 24 first. Wide receiver. The best guys like on the board are probably older. The best young guys on the board are probably like Mooney, Bell, Sky Moore, Christian Watson. Uh, Take 24 first overall. Yeah, overall, those guys. I agree Ooh. with Scott. So, Friermuth or 24 first? I'd go Friermuth because tight ends are that are involved in the offense are hard to come by. 
It is First a pretty hefty premium, like true. you said. Yeah. 1.5, 1.0, 1.5. Oh, rookie quarterback, what's their safety blanket, right? Rookie quarterback, he's young. They're going to grow up together, essentially. I don't know. That's yeah, and, you know, Deontay's probably moving on and, yeah. you know, all that. So, yeah, but we'll still I mean, be awesome. The yeah, only thing is, though, and Scott referenced it earlier, is how many points are you going to score? Because – if your yeah. whole gig is tanking, or not tanking productive struggle. Um, and I, I, like I realize this isn't a total productive struggle. Like, I don't mind, I don't care about, like, I want good players, like, in addition to my 23 first. I, even if they score points, I'll live with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, you can turn a 24 first into, you know, what if Schultz signs an extension and then he gets hurt? then that team, you know, you can trade a 24 first for him or something like that. You know what I mean? Or not, you know, pick whoever you like. I just, I like yeah. whatever, but I mean, I think you could get Pat Fryermuth with a 24 first if you need him. You know, if you're that, going out, right, that's wrong. what I mean is you yeah. can still maybe get him for that. So maybe exactly. the first gives you more roster flexibility. So you're saying, okay, so take the 20. I'll have to wait till after the pod and kind of judge who I think has the best possible right. 24 first, which is probably one of the win now teams that's super old. Um, right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that I don't, I don't want to make that on the pod, but Bill, you, I, I will be taking a 24 first as soon as this pod is over. So, uh, uh, so we will move on to find me a trade, which, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, before we do that, I'll bow out now. Okay, and you, uh, you did not find a trade. I was, anyway, yeah, I was, I didn't <laughs> find a trade for this, but, uh, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, for those that listened, I am at C2C Dynasty Merce. I am a co-host on the, um, C2C Dynasty, Coast to Coast Dynasty podcast with, uh, Ruben Almada at Superflex Gen, and really appreciate, uh, you starting up this uh, listener league too? It's been a lot of fun. I'll yeah, I'll say too, um, Ruben is like the guy who always responds first to me in the Dynasty and Chill like Patreon. We're all in there and we chat all the time, and Ruben is like all over it. So uh, definitely rooting for you guys. Um, like I said, I chat with Ruben probably more than anybody in there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys are great, man. So I, I'm definitely rooting for you. Yep. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. See you. See you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Which, by the way, Ruben in the chat saying, then why draft two in response to me saying, I wanted good players, yeah. which I'm sure Scott agrees with. Yeah. Uh, so and do actually, I, Josh agrees so with. So do yeah. I. I mean, I'm, I'm, I agree <laughs> well, with Ruben here. Well, why? because are you saying you'd, fl- you'd flip him? him? Like, you'd flip him if he ends up, like, hitting? Or was it more about, like, I'm stacking him with Waddle? Or what was... Like, why did you take him? Yeah, that was, I think it was more best. And I believe in Tua more than, than you guys do. I, okay. I, I still think, I think there's going to be a value increase this year. I think he is going to play well with, with the weapons he has, with Mike McDaniel. I mean, because if he doesn't, he's basically toast. Yep. Yes, but if he does. And then what? There's a value increase and I can either sell him or I have a, a solid okay. quarterback. Right, solid right. young quarterback. Anyway. Okay. Gotcha. Enough to a slander. Uh, <laughs> Never enough. To a, to a truth. It's not even slander at this point. It's just, it's just facts. It's going to be so sad when facts. he scores lines by like 100 points, Josh. I, I feel bad for you. But, um, <laughs> e- even, even with the advanced weapons that he has over Trevor Lawrence, that ain't happening. 
We shall see. <laughs> anyway, find me a trade. Um, Scott, do you have up the uh, settings yes. while I pull up the uh, the roster here, and then I'll share it yep. on the screen. Okay. All right. So this one was submitted by our very own uh, Jesse Shot. So thanks for yes. missing that. And uh, twelve team. PPR, one quarterback, no tight end premium, but in 2023, so starting next season, it is converting to a super flex and one and a half tight end premium. 25-man roster that's currently expanded to 29 for the non-point scoring season, and it is a start nine uh, currently, and when it goes to super flex, a flex changes to the super flex. So they're not adding a starter. It's not going to become a start 10. So it's a, it's a, it's a shallow roster and a shallow uh, start as well. Yeah. So we want to keep that in mind. Okay. So let me pull up his roster. on the screen um, Typically in my experience, I, what I've seen is these leagues that uh, these leagues that convert, like you can't convert a one quarterback to a super flex. Like, yeah, sure. You can do anything you want, but should you? No, you <laughs> should not. There are completely different leagues. Your startup would not be anywhere. There would be no pick the same. It makes no sense. If you guys want to do super flex, just start a super flex league or just redraft the whole damn thing. It literally makes no sense. I'm guessing there's somebody in this league who's experienced who's like, we should really be doing super flex. Why are we doing one quarterback? Oh, and by the way, it should also be tight end premium. So let's just convert it. And everyone is like, kind of like, okay, sure, whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's probably a lot of inexperienced people in here because if it was me, I'd be like, all right, uh, see ya. I'll just go, if I'm doing a super flex league, I don't be handicapped with my one quarterback roster right. because it's a totally different build than I would have. So yeah. Uh, you got to kind of maybe factor that into the mindset of it, in my opinion. Okay. And he, uh, he, he did, he has on his roster. He's already started. He mentioned in his write-up, which we'll get to in a minute, um, that he was already loading up for the super flex uh, changeover. Um, so he has a bunch of quarterbacks on his roster. He's got, he's got Watson. He's got two. He's got Kenny Pickett. He's got Herbert. He's got Darnold, he's got uh, Kyle Trask, Mitchell Trubisky, Jordan Love, all kinds of quarterbacks. Um, so he's fine there. Uh, at running back, he's very uh, kind of lean. Derek Gore, Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, that's it. Um, <laughs> Good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, at receiver, he's got very little. He's got Allen Robinson, Devontae Parker, Jamison Crowder, Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, and the other guys are even worse than that. So uh, Alec Pierce, uh, rookie. So maybe, maybe he's something. Calvin Austin, Wandale Robinson. Uh, and then a tight end, again, mostly rookies and, and scraps. Kate Otten, Trey McBride, Isaiah Likely, Dulcich, Evan Ingram, Foster Moreau, Harrison Bryant. So th those are his that's his roster um he did say uh that he just jumped in the league this year had a dispersal draft with one other new team decided to do a full-on rebuild with the hope of a 24 title uh he mentioned the league is switching on the premium and the, the super flex and that he's hoarding the quarterbacks um tried to sell jones aaron jones but no one was really interested in him for the price that uh he wanted uh 
and figured he would sell him when he gets some solid preseason hype. Allen Robinson, another guy I figured I would move when he gets a little more hyper after a big game. So, uh, Josh, why don't, why don't you get into yours first? Oh, all right. All right, let's do this. So, first of all, he mentioned he made a trade for Deshaun Watson, and it was Kirk Cousins and a 23 first. And I, I just said that was a ballsy trade. Um, it, I'm not going to sit here and say it was wrong or it's right, because let's face it, we're not going to know that until 2023 and beyond, probably. But And that think- trade was... Cousins in a 23 first, you said? Yeah. 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 Um, I get it. You don't want Kirk Cousins on a team that you're uh you're rebuilding, but I, I just Watson can be had for so much less. And that that like I said, I'm a value shopper, it pains me. Um and then Aaron Jones, you know, he said he was struggling to trade Aaron Jones away because, you know, Aaron Jones, I feel like is gonna be an in-season uh trade guy. Listen, at some point, he's going to have like a four-touchdown game. Uh, it happens every year. That's when you make the trade. That's when you find the contender, the guy who thinks he's going to win the whole thing, and you get those pieces. Um, it's not going to happen right now because, you know, the narrative is he's old, A.J. Dillon's there, and he can't possibly be good with those two things working against him. Um, I think as the season goes on, people always pay to win. And that's when you that's when you make the sale. But now to my trade. Um, funny that we were just talking about that Miami Dolphin quarterback because he's actually uh, a part of my trade that was not planned. It's just the way it worked out. So this this was this was tough because um, Bing Pot is he did it right in the dispersal. He didn't take a bunch of running yep. backs, and um, he got a bunch of quarterbacks. And I think at this point. Let's get rid of one of the four starters that he's going to have. Um, and he could possibly have more because I think uh, Trubisky will be starting most of the season for the uh, for the Steelers. But trading to uh, getting yourself Deontay Johnson and Kenny Gainwell. Yeah. You know, Scott, you mentioned it before. It doesn't look like uh, the Steelers are going to have him back after this season. But he's good. And no yeah, matter he where he goes, he's going to be good. He's going to be good this year. Yeah. Even whether it's Trubisky, whether it's Kenny Pickett, um, he's going to be good. And if he goes somewhere else, if he if he takes the juju path and, <laughs> and goes to Kansas City next year, he's going to be good. If he goes down to Jacksonville, because that team has no options, he's going to be good. Oh, yeah. There's oh, not yeah. a team that he can go to where I go, oh, he's, he's not. Well, there's there. one in the Midwest. Which one? There's there's a there's a logo. It's just this orange C. Uh, and, uh, listen, Justin Fields would do backflips if he could get Yeah, Deontay no, he Johnson. would be very thrilled to have Deontay Johnson. Yes, <laughs> he would be correct. great there. Yes. So get him now because, th- and this is actually a perfect time to buy him. We just found out that the Steelers probably aren't going to have him back. They don't want to pay the 20 plus million dollars that Deontay is asking for. And maybe, maybe not should get, but I mean, I think he's in that, in that zip code. Um, so people are going to be worried. Oh, what can he do outside of the Steelers system? Well, oh my goodness. 
And we tend to forget that Ben Roethlisberger was a shell of the player that he used to be. And then Kenny Gainwell is just a guy I like to get thrown in trades because um, the Eagles, I still think even with the addition of A.J. Brown, are still going to lean towards the run because, let's face it, that's when they started running. And that's not to say that it's just going to be running backs because we all know by now Jalen Hurts can run the ball a little bit. So um, I I want a piece of that. You know, it's your Miles Sanders insurance, you know, it's your, you know, Boston Scott insurance or whoever the second guy is going to be kind of ensures a couple different positions there. So, and no one cares about them. No one's going to be like, I'm not going to do this trade because Kenny Gainwell's involved. So it's a nice little piece to get added on top. And unlike Rocky, I am not uh, sold on this magical value increase that is going to happen between <laughs> now and next year. So uh, let me get him now. Let me trade him away now while the hype is high. Oh, he's got Tyree Kill. He's got Jalen Waddle. Mike Gusecki, you know, got signed to a tag. Oh, everything's great. Two is just going to be, uh, you know, a monster. I forget who says it. Um, it might be Bobby, but, you know, you surround a, you know, an average quarterback with great weapons. That guy's still an average quarterback and two at best is average. So, Get rid of him while he has some hype. Get a guy that has a little less hype, but actually has proven himself in the league, and then get a throw in. That's that's my uh, that's my trade. But this was a tough one, man. This is maybe one of the toughest find me trades I've ever done. Yeah, this was a tough one. Like, especially he mentioned that Aaron Jones was uh, he, he had trouble selling him, so I didn't really want to move Aaron Jones either because he had trouble already moving him. So. I don't. I don't hate this trade. It helps that you put Deontay on the other side, <laughs> as a as a Deontay truther that I am. So so uh, am I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like Tua though. But like I said, he has so many quarterbacks. Uh, I don't hate moving off one of the quarterbacks to, to 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 try and get something else. I do wonder if maybe you could get a little more than Gainwell on top of Deontay. That 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 would be the only thing for me. Yeah, and and honestly, I kind of value Deontay over Tua anyway, but I know that, what, 5% of the community is probably going to feel that way. So I said, let's not get greedy. Let's just throw a Kenny Gainwell on there because no one's going to care. I was hoping for a second, actually, but I don't think that 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 team has any seconds. So that was kind of what was the problem for me but i i will say too i've been in one or two leagues where it's gone from uh uh one qb to super flex um like over with the you know over a year or two span and i do feel that people don't still don't fully value the quarterbacks until it actually hits that super flex year which this isn't this year it's next year exactly that it might be hard to get much more than this for Tua anyway, especially since he doesn't need to start two QBs or or even feel the compulsion to start two QBs this year because they're only starting one. So, I mean, not that you need to start two QBs in Superflex, but we all prefer to. So, Plus, um, Bing Pot has three first-rounders. Yes. So if he's in a situation where, you know, he needs to get a, another quarterback for some reason, he definitely has the draft capital to do so. Yeah, and he, and he probably doesn't even need to, as we talked about. No. He's, got, he's got, if he trades Tui, he still has Herbert. Uh, again, in 23, he should have Watson plus Pickett. 
Um, and that's three guys right there. The, most of the other guys on this roster are probably one-year guys that he probably should also be selling if he can. But like Trubisky and and uh, if well, Jordan Love isn't a starter yet, but if he ever gets a chance to, <laughs> well, he um, he can trade Trubisky like eight games into the season when the Steelers are, are doing well and he's been running that show for eight games. That's when you trade him. Yeah, and and I'll get I guess I'll get into my trade then. Unless Scott, you had anything you wanted to chime in on that one? No, because I'll kind of circle back. So okay, you go, go ahead. Yeah, uh, my uh, real quick. Uh, I, I when I looked in this roster, uh, Aaron Jones and Allen Robinson were the two clear guys you want you want to move off of to me. Yeah. Um, he mentioned having a hard time moving Aaron Jones. He did mention that Robinson might be better to move in season, and I don't necessarily disagree with him. But I also uh, put a trade in here for to try and move Robinson since you know you're you're sending us to find me a trade now so we got to find a trade now Jesse so uh, <laughs> and but you could try this maybe more closer to the season I put again also to that winner is I, I don't know is that winner squared winner times two I don't know what that's supposed to be winner to the second hour. power winner yeah. winner 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 chicken dinner I don't know but um Allen Robinson to that team uh Allen Robinson plus for Christian Watson I put this in a calculator. I put it in DLF and DTC, and Allen Robinson actually comes out higher than Christian Watson in both, which surprised me. I, I don't see anybody trading Robinson for uh, trading a first for Robinson and Christian Watson. Well, what is, essentially what is the a late time, first? Where's the one ten yeah. going there? I, I I didn't pull that up. I didn't pull up just the one. That's his ADP. Yeah, that's so yeah, basically where yeah, 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 I'm Robinson, going in most drafts. But yet, like, yeah. That's Josh exactly what you're talking about. Putting a name to a pick changes everything. Right. Yes. Because I mean, right now, if we talk this through just for a quick second, if we were gonna do a rookie draft tomorrow and I had Allen Robinson on my team and either one of you had the 110, and I go, Hey, Allen Robinson for the 110, you're both gonna laugh at me. You're gonna be like, right. Come on, you know better. And right. then you're gonna you're gonna hit reject. That's yes, not right. that's not decline. It's never gonna happen. So it's weird to me that on these calculators, all of a sudden, now that it's Christian Watson, it's like, oh well, Allen Robinson is definitely you know that's weird to me. But but go ahead, Rocky. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say, and so yeah, I I put Allen Robinson plus. I didn't have a defined plus. He's he has two thirds. You could try that. He has Devonte Parker. Maybe you could throw him in there. Uh, I would even be willing to go as high as like Damian Pierce he has on his roster. Uh, I don't know if that would seem a little too much, Allen Robinson, Damian Pierce. I- I'm pretty high on Watson. I, I like this film a lot. Uh, and I just uh, – I think Watson is a guy too that would fit kind of this rebuild where I could see him not having a great rookie year but having a good career. Uh, what Rodgers and rookies don't necessarily mix too well. So uh, even if he's a good player, he might not, you know, ball out his rookie year. Uh, and I, I kind of like the idea of trying to get some players on your roster now. If you're going to move one Robinson or Jones instead of just adding more and more picks um, to kind of build towards that 23 draft and 24 draft. So, uh, again, I, I didn't define the plus. Uh, you could maybe work that out with, with the guy. but And this guy has uh, – He's got some. Uh, he's got some receivers, but he also has he has Godwin on his team. He's got Tyreek and Deontay Johnson, um, and, and not much beyond that. Like I said, he has Godwin, but he might not play the first month or two of the season. And this guy appears to be a contender. 
So I thought it might make some sense. I think he does have Amon Ra, so uh, it depends on what he thinks of him. But I definitely think uh, Ellen Robinson would be a, kind of a solid piece for him to have there as he goes for a, a title there. So uh, what, what do you think? How bad is that one, Scott? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish for, again, for right now. So, I mean, I'm going to kind of encompass both of your trades with, what I'm going to say here because we'll come back around to what you said here first, Rocky, but ultimately it's like this time of year right now. So like trade fatigue can, can be a factor because if you guys had a couple of dispersal teams, you're kind of uh, you're making this transition with the league. And so there's probably a lot of activity um and so there could just be some fatigue right now um but also it's like the time of year where you you want to take advantage of news and stuff like that but i mean for me like i don't care about any of that stuff and a lot of my rosters are kind of they're where i want them to be so i'm not really doing anything like there might be some value but like i'm not trading for an aaron jones right now because I don't know what's going to happen in the next two months, right? And that just gets us barely into the start of the season. So I may be looking three, four months out. Um, so even as a competitor or as like the main contender of the league, I'm still probably not trading for those guys unless it's such a great value that I can't pass it up. So just looking at it from the other side being like, well, why wouldn't these guys, there are plenty of rosters in this league that could use an Aaron Jones or an Allen Robinson but it doesn't necessarily make sense for them to trade for him right now because it's, it's July. And I know we always say, right. Trade, trade for value. And in the off season, get that value. Don't worry about the rosters. Right. So, um, you know, draft for need trade for value, but then in the off season, we're, we're also trading for value. We're not worrying about, you know, which running back or wide receiver we have until we get into the season and figure out where things are at. Um, so I like his overall roster construction and, and the way he, um, attacked this dispersal. Uh, and so what I would say is just watch for these opportunities, like the surprise cuts, think about like a Leonard Fournette, something like that. Things like that happen, uh, where now all of a sudden a guy has uncertainty, needs a running back, um, you know, injuries, trades, any, any one of these other things that can impact, um, the other teams, and where you're going to be able to move one of those players. So just just be vigilant, just wait and and be there. <laughs> be there to take advantage when the time is right. Um and then also I would say that there's a lot of non-essential wide receivers on the roster. So because of the way you built it, I understand why you have them, but I think there's a lot of guys that are ultimately not going to do anything for you. So you can you could use them as like fillers of youth pieces like an alec pierce it's like okay i like alec pierce as much as anyone but like is it gonna prevent me from trading away like aaron jones if the guy's like well i'll take aaron jones but i kind of feel like i need another piece with it that like isn't going to be out of the nfl in two years um so that's a good example of a player you can use to package uh and then you know Coming back full circle all the way, Rocky said, well, you submit this right now because you're trying to figure out a trade right now. So I still wanted to give you something that makes sense. So I think your targets right now should be for the 24 first. You already have multiple 23 first. Everybody's on the 23 first. The guys that haven't given them up by now probably aren't going to give them up until 
maybe tread the maybe trade deadline. But in this league, whether you have one or not, because you're transitioning to that super flex, these guys probably aren't giving up the 23 first. So let's go after the 24 first. So my recommendation was Aaron Jones and Allen Robinson to the team scrubs for um, Spiller, Kirk, and a 24 first. And so nothing exciting or sexy about that. And I will mention this team has Eckler, so he may not want to give up Spiller. But I just feel like it gives you pieces that may or may not do anything right now, but can give you some short-term value spike to trade and or long-term value. Uh, and then you get the 24 first, which is ultimately the goal there. So, you know, by the time 24 first rolls around, I don't think we're going to be talking about Aaron Jones at all, other than, you know, maybe he's Rex Burkhead by that point. So, um, you got to kind of shift your focus onto, even though it maybe seems too far out, that 24 first gives you roster flexibility that you can use at any point, or you'll just use it when it gets there, right? Josh, any thoughts on that one? I mean, honestly, uh, I think I like this trade the most out of all three of the trades that uh, that we all gave in. It, I think it works because, like Scott said, you look at it and you go, oh, like I'm not giving up anything crazy. And if I'm a contender – all right, Aaron Jones, he's he, he's going to be good this year because yep. they got, the, you know, we're trying to make Alan Lazard a thing. We know that Sammy Watkins is going to have 50 <laughs> points in week one, and after that he's going to have Nothing. five points for the rest of the season. Bob Tanyan had his 15 minutes of fame two years ago. Uh, Christian Watson, Rocky, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers and rookies don't get along. <laughs> you, know, w- you know, are we putting this on the back of Amari Rodgers? doubtful so Aaron Rodgers is gonna is probably gonna catch a lot of passes and if you're looking at it like that and you're a contender all right dude like this guy could you know what is he my RB2 maybe he's even a flex I'm not sure what that other team looks like because I didn't look at them when I was making a trade but Aaron Jones in that position that's great RB2 flex awesome give me that and then you get Allen Robinson, and we're all kind of like, we saw what they did with OBJ last year once he came from Cleveland and he looked washed and he looked like he couldn't play ball anymore. Sean McVay has a way of just kind of cleansing you of all your sins and, and making you into the player that you used to be. So we have a lot of hope for him. So that's probably, you know, again, to a contender, it's going to look nice. And then you get Isaiah Spiller, who I – I have slowly started to become much higher on him. Um, not that he's taken Eckler's spot or anything like that, but I think he's going to spell Eckler a lot more than the what the, the they want Josh, him to anyway. The Josh Jacksons and the grossness that they had. I mean, you couldn't take Eckler off the field because what you were putting on was disgusting. And then you get, you know, I'm assuming you're talking about Christian Kirk here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, the number one weapon for Trevor Lawrence. Let's go, giddy up! You know, he was he was better last year as the third option for Arizona than anyone that uh, Jacksonville had last year, and that's actually statistical. That's not even just me spouting off at the mouth like I usually do. And then a twenty-four first, and man, people—that's the main prize. 
people are not putting enough respect on 24 first. And then we're going to see that switch flip like three weeks oh, yeah. into the 23 season. All of the Debbie guys are really going to be out in force and you're going to hear blah, 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 24 class. They got this guy and they got that guy and I'm not a Debbie guy. So that's why I'm saying this guy and that guy. Cause I honestly don't know who these guys are going to be. Um, and then we're going to be like, Oh crap, 24 first. Cause you, you Scott was dead on. You can't get a 23 first unless you're willing to chop off an arm. So um, I, I love this trade. I, I think it's it helps them out at multiple positions. It keeps them young, and it gives them additional ammo going into uh, 2024. Yeah, I think you guys pretty much summed it up. I, I, I think the value is pretty solid here. I, I think Aaron Jones for a 24 first makes sense. I think Spiller and Kirk for A-Rob makes sense. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I don't really have much to add. I, I, I like this trade, too. Uh, I agree with you. I, I think it's probably better than both of ours, Josh. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. And Scott was uh, Scott was uh, ripping on his own trade before the show. I, I think he was wrong here. Well, it's it's not my best work. but It's not. It's, it's, not, uh, it's, it's certainly not sexy. For all. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not sexy. Like, it's right. not fun. But it's if you want to win, I mean, sometimes you just got to, you know, it's the little things, you know? It's, it's think, good. I also think Spiller is a nice running back to get in a rebuild because he's probably not going to score a ton of points this year, but he's got potential to score points in the future. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So that make part makes sense too. But uh, so that that'll finish up our find me a trade, which means we're at the end of our show uh, as at our usual ninety or so minute point here. Um, so uh, Josh, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I want to give you a chance to, to to plug your stuff and and make sure you give Drew's, uh, Drew's Twitter handle before we I, sign off here. I will. I will. <laughs> um, no, thank you guys for for having uh, us on. I'll speak for Drew on this uh, point. I don't normally, but um, appreciate you guys. Obviously, love what all you guys do. Rocky, Scott, Andrew, uh, even Bobby. We butt heads, but even Bobby um, <laughs> kind of w- kind of wish he was uh, he was in the states so that we could get his uh, Wandell Robinson. Uh, oh yeah, reaction. Um, oh yeah, the you know he loves him, so I wish we could we could see his reaction. But uh, no, appreciate you guys. Love what you guys do. Uh, Drew and I we're the we're the fantasy timeline boys. You can see us right here where you're watching Junkies right now. Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm at Real Fantasy TL, but honestly, what you should do is follow Drew at DR underscore PRA. Uh, Not a doctor. Just DM him and be like, hey, I need some medical advice. He <laughs> loves that. Um, but no, he is he is he is way the way, way, way smarter half of this combo. Uh, and he keeps everything on the tracks when I get a little uh a little out of hand. So Definitely follow him. Follow me if you, you want to. That's fine, whatever. And then follow at Fantasy Timeline. Uh, you know, we usually put out when the show's coming on, we retweet a lot of cool stuff like, hey, when the junkies are on. And um, it, it's a good time for that stuff. So, again, thank you guys. Really appreciate y'all and uh, and hope to be back on soon. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Uh, let me just finish up with some of our business here. Uh, you can follow me at Dynasty FF Attic. Follow Scott at Scott underscore Sidlow. The pod's at Dynasty Junkies. 
Make sure you're following the DAP Network at DAP underscore network on Twitter, but also on YouTube. Like Josh said, you can see when we go live. You can see when uh, Timeline goes live. Occasionally, Trade Addicts will go live. Um, you can get all that stuff if you're following DAP Network on YouTube. Uh, there's also, make sure you're following Bobby, who uh, Josh mentioned, Bobby Koch at Wrecked Fantasy, and Andrew at Andrew Hall FF. Um, I, and also subscribe give us a subscribe if you're not already if you just happen to stumble upon this podcast please subscribe if you like what you've heard please even if, even if you don't like what you heard give us a review let us know what you think um if, if we suck tell us why and we'll try and improve and blame um, andrew or bobby Yes, because they're not on tonight. Um, and uh, But only if you do like us, give us a rating. Preferably five stars. So um, I, I think that's everything. I'm going to sign off now. So, Scott, take us out. Yep, of course. Thank you to the Timeline guys for being here. You guys are the best. We love being on your show. We love when you're on ours. Uh, thank you especially to uh, Mercer. And we'll even thank Ruben uh, for letting Mercer stay on longer with us. So, that was awesome. And uh, thank you to Jesse for, for jumping in and uh, being on here and also for submitting that awesome Find Me a Trade. Um, and, man, hey, thanks to everybody in the chat and who's watching tonight. Uh, a lot of people in here, a lot of activity. It's good stuff. We love the interaction. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Keep those FMATs coming in. And with that, for Josh, for Rocky, I'm Scott. Junkies out.